A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to The World in 10, the big news stories of the day, explained and analysed by The Times of London with me, Bhavani Vadi and Toby Gillis. Soldiers on the front line of Ukraine's war with Russia insist President Zelensky is putting politics over military success. We hear why from the journalist who's been there to interview them. When you see the headline... Could Zelensky's latest move hand victory to Russia in the Times? It's hard not to sit up and take notice, especially when you read the piece by Maxim Tucker, written during a trip to the front line in the Donbass region of Ukraine, and realise the suggestion is being made by senior soldiers there. Many are furious about the president's move to replace his commander-in-chief, General Zeluzhny, especially given concerns his replacement, Colonel General Sierski, is just a political lackey willing to toe the party line. As he travelled for the Times through Ukraine on an eight-hour journey to Lviv by car, Maxim told us about the comments made to him by Major Alexander Proskurin, who's risked his career by speaking on the record. He's speaking out because he feels like the situation is so dire. But he's not the only one. There are several soldiers and officers who were willing to disclose the extent of their short manpower shortages. They are angry with President Zelensky because they think that he has failed to recruit enough replacements for them and has failed to mobilise the country in time to help them. Uh, and they are worried that their interests in terms of recruiting more men to their battalions and securing weapons for them and not sacrificing soldiers unnecessarily will not be relayed to the president under General Sierski. That if decisions are made by politicians on the battlefield who don't have a good view of, of the realities of the front, then those decisions will be wrong and it could cost Ukraine the war. The warning is stark for Zelensky then, and it comes from three units Maxim Tucker spoke to, each of which is more under strength than the last one. One at half strength, one at third strength, and the last only had 100 men instead of its full battalion strength of 700. No wonder they confided to having lost positions to Russia recently, especially with too little ammunition too. Maxim concluded his messages to us by warning that many feel that without fresh bodies and weaponry, the Russian army may soon break through the lines in Donbass and advance on Dnipro, one of the country's major cities. 
Joe Biden's furious response to Thursday's claims about his apparently terrible memory in a special counsel report is inevitably a huge talking point 10 months before the next US presidential election. Donald Trump's declared the president unwell and even in his hastily arranged press conference Biden made a rick calling Egypt's president El Sisi Mexico's leader. So is this the moment the US election turned unequivocally in Trump's favour? Let's ask the Times' assistant US editor David Charter who joins us on The World in 10 now. David, swing voters are surely put off Biden by this report. On that basis do you sense this is a final nail in the Democrats' coffin for the 2024 vote? I think this is a real blow for the Biden campaign, actually. And when I first read this document, I definitely thought uh, this could be the beginning of the end for uh, Joe Biden's campaign for for re-election as president. Uh, But what Americans are looking at, of course, uh, is a likely choice between two two men who would be the oldest uh, ever to be president, either of them. And neither of them presents... Uh, a very uh, attractive proposition to American voters. We've got increasing signs, frankly, of mental deterioration with Joe Biden. And obviously with Trump, we've got a man facing 91 criminal charges in four cases. As Nikki Haley, the uh, last challenger to Trump for the Republican nomination, has said, uh, the the party which is the first to drop its 80-year-old candidate Uh, will probably win the election in a landslide. As every day goes by, it seems to uh, ring increasingly true. Now, David, these doubts must be going through the Democrats' minds as well. But if they are, is it too late for another candidate to win over the voters? And does the party even have the power to force Biden out? Biden really takes advice from a very close inner circle that really comprises uh, family and people who've been around him for decades. They they are the ones who really have the ability to try and change his mind. He's a very stubborn guy. It's very hard to shift him. And he's made his mind up that he wants to run for re-election. But there are stirrings in the Democrats uh, that this has gone too far. The question is, how do they go about uh, replacing him? Well, there's still time before the convention for Biden to withdraw. But if it doesn't happen during the primary season, then we get to the party conference in Chicago in August. And will there be a move there to replace Biden? Well, not if he's gone through primary season and won delegates in all 50 states, as he is doing at the moment, because he's largely unopposed. There could be a revolution, but I think it would be unlikely because at the moment, most of the big guns in the party are sticking with him. Okay, David Charter, thank you so much for your insight here on The World in 10 on a story that will surely have more repercussions in the coming days. And of course, we'll bring them to you with more in-depth analysis as they happen. I don't think there's been a single election in Pakistan since the state was created that's not been marred by controversy. The current one is no exception. It's been described as the country's least credible. (laughs) 
And as you hear, it's been blighted by violence. This the aftermath of one of two bomb explosions in the province of Balochistan, killing 29 people on Wednesday, the day before the election. At least 12 more, including two children, died in militant attacks on polling day itself. Nawaz Sharif, a former Prime Minister, has claimed victory for his party, the Pakistan Muslim League, although some seats are still yet to be declared. And that's despite, at the time of recording, candidates loyal to another party, Tehrik A. Insaf, having won most seats. But that party has been barred from contesting the election because its leader, Imran Khan, another former Prime Minister, is controversially in jail. Here's Haroon Janjua, the Times' correspondent in Islamabad, who says it's been chaotic for a plethora of reasons. More than 24 hours have passed since uh, the close of the polls and uh, the results have been unusually delayed, uh, with the government linked to the suspension of the uh, mobile phone services and the suspension of the internet uh, across the country. There may be uh, no clear winner in this situation, adding uh, to the difficulties of a country like Pakistan, which is struggling to recover from the acute economic crisis, uh, grappling the rising militant violence uh, in a deeply polarized political situation. Elections in Pakistan are rarely accepted where the losing candidates mostly clam rigging in the polls. The political polarization, um, I think, I believe, is uh, will continue uh, for at least uh, some years if the political leaders cannot sit and engage themselves uh, to find a solution. Pakistan's new prime minister, whoever it will be, has a divided nation to try to unite. Fans of a tiny football club are hoping this bunch can do the same for them as the Hollywood stars did for Wrexham. Nineties boy band fans might remember the Irish group Boyzone. It turns out they're keen to buy Chorley FC, a non-league Lancashire club, five divisions below the Premier League. Yes, love me for a reason. Let the reason be cash feels um, a <laughs> bit more realistic today. Although the Chorley chair, Jamie Vermilio, says one of their members, Shane Lynch, has attended some games recently. He's enjoyed the visit that he's had. Felt a little bit of the, the nostalgia, you're like that, that Chorley football club is capable of bringing, gone home, spoke to his mates, and I think they've all thought they'll have a little bit of that. So it's exciting times. Look, it's only early days. There's a lot of discussions to be had to find out actually what that will look like. Can't wait for Backstreet Boys to get involved so I can tell them to um, quit playing games with our footy, Bavani. It's probably for another day. Yes, it's time to go now. Thanks for taking 10 minutes to stay on top of the world with the help of the Times of London. See you tomorrow. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Rising sea levels, extreme weather patterns, extinctions of species. 
Our planet needs protecting. I'm Adam Vaughan, the Environment Editor for The Times, and this is Planet Hope from The Times, in partnership with Rolex and its Perpetual Planet Initiative. In this podcast, we hear from leading experts from around the world who are committed to finding solutions. These explorers, scientists, entrepreneurs, and citizens are committed to a common goal, to protect our home, Earth. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.